Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Jim and Sam Town Square. I'm Scott King. Jim and Sam fans know me from the Forbes articles, and I'm joined, as always, by multi-Emmy award-winning TV producer Chris Cangilla. In this episode, we're recapping week four of December 2023. And Chris, as the guys are on vacation, you, you had a great idea, I thought, for what we could do. Well, there's not much we can recap. Uh, I could do the whole Christmas show again because I enjoyed that so much. But yeah, the guys are on vacation. And the thing is, is that they always tend to kind of put out a best of, right, when they're on vacation and and uh, people enjoy those. So I was thinking, you know, we don't have a ton of fans, but people do like this show. Let's go through some of our best of, some of the best things that we discussed, some of the insights that we came about. And I thought, well, let's just, you know, roll some of those in and kind of let people relive them as we relive them. Some of the best moments of the town square. Let's take a look. Welcome everyone to the Jim and Sam town square. This is our first episode. We're here, we're ready. We've cleared the fog and we're gonna jump in to everything spectacular that happened with Jim and Sam this week. A new character, we, we, we met Murph. This week, Murph had his origin story play out live in front of us. An Irish character that just speaks with an Irish accent, just pointed out stuff to the great legendary Johnny Brand Muffins, Jim's manager, Jonathan Brandstein. Okay, here, this is a Jim and Sam Town Square exclusive. I have a reaction to Murph from the man himself, Jonathan Brandstein. I texted him today. I said, was Jim's new friend Murph easy to be around? <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny Brandmuffin said, oh, please, he's the effing worst. But he didn't say effing. Yeah. It, it cracks me up when Jimmy, anytime anybody's telling any story about anything, his main concern is, okay, but could you get to the bathroom if you had to go? You know, I was on a flight, blah, blah, blah. I was in line. Okay. I went to this event. Can you get to the bathroom? Okay. And then they're also talking to Jim when he was talking about Staten Island Ferry and they thought he was going to talk about the ride and, and if it was turbulent on the water because he has a concern about turbulence as well. You know, he needs his Glenn Campbell to keep him calm. So, yeah, Jimmy has a, a, a concern about making sure he gets to the bathroom uh, or at least has access to the bathroom. So uh, first, I think I want to start with domesticated Jim. So we yeah, absolutely have, go ahead. We have. Jim's situation for, you know, people who haven't heard absolutely everything is living with a girlfriend for a while now, which is that's a lot different than things used to be. And his girlfriend, uh, I'm sure she's a, a lovely girl for Jim to make this commitment, but she sounds a little peculiar like Jim, which I think is hilarious. She watches the nanny and she's younger. She's watching Fran Dresser and the nanny. She listens to Queen Latifah. As Jim pointed out, her uh, favorite song is the one that goes U-N-I-T-Y. And she watches Westerns. So I think it's a, it seems like a very interesting relationship. But he's still himself. He just bought six pairs of the same boots. I think a couple were different colors. But he's still spending and kind of doing impulsive things he used to do. You know, I got to stop you there. It's it's It cracks me up that he can't just buy one of something. He finds something he likes and he needs to buy all of it. Yes. And can you ship it home when there's a store that he could go walk to probably in New York City and, and get it? It, yeah. it just cracks me up. But I do like this little twist of Jim. He he wants to be domesticated. He wants to be a normal guy, but he still has these idiosyncrasies that are just makes him Jim, right? We've been on the edge of our seats since last week waiting to hear how the Cleveland road trip would go and 
Chris, we finally found out who the mystery videographer was. Yeah, it was really crazy. And and the guys kind of downplayed it that it wasn't a big deal. Like, I didn't know that you guys didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know who it was. And it was yeah. it was Soraya. Yeah. And uh, that was really kind of cool. And I didn't know she was doing much of that. But Jim made a good point. It's like, you know, if you give her the manual and the camera, she's going to read that thing front to back and know how to operate the thing better than most people. So, so I'm wondering what she's doing, you know, with Jim and Sam or is it just Jim? Because you went on Jim's trip. Shot some footage of him. We know that. Yep. She's shooting some footage in in the studio. It, I we all know why she has to do it. You know, because Sirius won't do it. Exactly. Uh, but she's shooting some vi- video. So I don't know what that video is going to be used for. It's going to be kind of nice to see how that unfolds. But guys, re-listened to the entire Shamokin Edna Faust uh, amazing video that that you know went viral. Um, I love that they re-listened to the whole thing. We've been hearing references forever. I felt like we haven't heard the whole story play out, the whole news story in a while. It was just great. And then they See, zero, kind of zeroed in on the lawyer, that, like the guy yeah. that meets with his lawyer at Dunkin' Donuts. And the old uh, converted Wendy's that's now a Dunkin' Donuts or right. whatever. It just brought up all that stuff. And then it's they, you know they started talking about maybe doing a road trip to smoking, right? But yes, Jim had an opportunity with his Cleveland road trip last week Did not stop in Shemokin, or should I say the weekend before last week, right, didn't stop right. there. And now, um, you know, j- you, you listen to to Travis and and Sam, they're up for fun. They love a good yeah. road trip. They like, you know, they like some fast food. They like food at like these guys. And there could be an amusement park nearby that sounds yes, yes. kind of scary. But I just, I want to hear about that. I mean, just take it on the road, record the stuff. Maybe right behind Ed, Edna Faust. This might be my favorite recurring clip that they play is Patrick Stewart versus James Corden. And I think they started playing it like a, maybe a month or About a month, a month or two, right before we started the pod. Yeah. 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 When, when all that thing, all, all those things went down on James Corden being rude to servers. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the, the thing that stands out is I can see your belly. I can see and your belly. It's just fun to say belly like that. It is. It is. And, and you know, who might not be doing well soon if he has a run in, with Mr. Biggins, Mr. Matt Biggins, that would be Travis Tuft. Yeah. Do you want to call him Matt Biggins? Because you may have a run in with him down the road, too, because I'm Unless thinking he's hopping on a plane to Chicago and finding me in the. What Bronx. if we go to New York? You never know. We might be by there. But anyway, might be a reason we're going to go to New York and we'll get to that later. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, well, we will get to that. But yeah, I think Matt has decided that it's time to to give Travis his comeuppance, if you will. And um, and, and it could happen at the studio. Who knows? But uh, it's it's coming. And, it, and he had some friends, Matt, that stopped by the studio with Nicole. And it seemed like they were willing to do it for him. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, any friends of Matt would probably be willing to do it for yeah. him. As, and as Nicole alluded to, you know, at the at the Biggins household, if there's a, a gathering going on, it's going to either be, you know, this incredible. It's called a rager or it's going to be a fight. One of the two extremes is going to happen. One of those things uh, could could break out. Perhaps so. some romance in that rager. I, I was yeah, say, a, a romance rager. <laughs> romance rager. Um, some of the best Jim and Sam moments I feel are have been when Jim has a party. We got the S loaf from a party. We got the amazing folding chairs and and take them uh, home. Amper chairs were yeah, just take them home. You know they're probably like. 20 25 bucks pieces i wish they and cardboard in the oven right yeah so there's cardboard in the oven because he never used it as nice new apartment and 
There's another one on the horizon. The guys are talking him into. It sounds like he's committed to doing it in May. And I think this one's going to be better because it has a name with a sh- the sh- uh, Shining, one of Jim's uh, favorite books and movies, I believe, Shining Connotation. Uh, would it be Jim? Jim's D- Duck and Goose Soiree would be the name of the party. I think it's going to happen. I mean, you know, it sure d- sounds like got it. mentioned and- on the show. I don't, I don't know how many miles you got. Freaking flyer miles, Chris. Yeah, if we got that invite, we would definitely be there. But it's gonna, it's a tough get. I mean, Jim has his great uh, comic friends that may or may not make the list, and um, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's gonna be great comedy for us, regardless if we get the invite or if we get to hear about it, because those those parties are becoming legend because they. I just took so much joy in Travis, Troy, uh, and uh, and Sam just keep on pouring it on with Jim. Jimmy, like, how many chairs should I get? And Sam's like, oh, yeah, you should get, definitely get 50. Uh, how, how many wings do you get? Oh, you got to get 50. You got to get 50 wings. And then, you know, how to prepare the food, who's going to do it? I mean, you grill, right? I grill. I mean, it, it. I'll go grill for these guys. It just, it's, it's not a challenging thing, but it could be Jersey Mike's, whatever. I think it's going to be great. And I just, it just, it, it sounds goofy, but it warms my heart that they like each other this much that he wants to have them over as just friends and hang out. A wasp fly into Jim's luxurious apartment that's always kind of having issues as it is. And him and his girlfriend did a little Abbott and Costello routine trying to get rid of the wasp. And when I heard that the wasp, you know, we're going to get into memorabilia and collectibles. When I heard that the wasp went behind his Woody Allen poster, I was freaking out. I was having anxiety because I wasn't, at the moment, I wasn't picturing it framed for some reason. I was just picturing Me too. Like, just the poster. But yeah, they had a little bit of a, a disagreement in how to get it out. And I guess when they are trying to remove the poster, she screamed a little bit more. Jim was worried about his hands getting bit as he's holding the poster. And in his haste, taking it out the, uh, the door to the, uh, what does he have out there? A little lanai, if you will, or a little balcony or whatever yeah, balcony. it is. Terrace, and, uh, he calls it. Terrace, yes, the Terrace. Ice um, coffee, he, I think it's called. I think it is, yeah. We'll, we can ask uh, Edna about what Jim's uh, landing off of his apartment is. But anyway, um, he smashed, not smashed, but he kind of damaged a little bit of the wall. Yeah, yep. nicked the wall, which was upsetting. Um, but he didn't damage the poster. And it gave us lots of laughs for uh, domesticated Jim. Yes, and, and domestic Jim had a domestic dispute because once the wall was nicked, his girlfriend said... I knew you were going to do that. And Jim was already worked up. So he, he replied, you F and B is what yeah. he said. So he went, he went he to the nuclear, went to the nuclear option. Uh, he kind of got there a little quick. He apologized. He, he got there. We got a little rub as Sam would say. Uh, we got a great shout out from the guys on the show. What did you make of it? And how surprised were you? It was, it was so fun to listen to them talk about us. They were uh, very kind. Um, you know, saying we're both accomplished people. They don't know us too well, I guess, but no. Um, and, uh, and, and Jim said something that really cracked me up too. He goes, yeah, you know, uh, the sheer idiocracy of what they talk about on the Jim and Sam show is what we're celebrating. And uh, that makes me feel great because that is what we celebrate here. A hundred percent. Sam said it was a very professional show. We do a great job and you're right. Cause usually well, first of all, I just saw the tweet and I go, you know, because we've gotten we got a couple of likes from guys on the show. Um, and I thought, you know, maybe they're just they're helping us out, telling people false on social media. But then part of my brain goes, I don't know, during the show, 
whatever they tweet out during the show is usually what they talk about on the show. So, and then you, you sent me a nice text uh, about an hour into the show saying, Hey, they talked about us and it's awesome. And when I listened, it was even better than I thought. Thanks to the guys for that. It was very, very much appreciated. And having them know us a little bit, maybe we'll be able to have a a guest on here in the near future. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what they say. We had to have you as the first guest because I, I don't know if you computed this, but there would be no town square without you, without you challenging Neil deGrasse Tyson's expertise. We would literally would not have this name on the show. Well, the second I saw the podcast, I laughed. I mean, it's I, I, I got the reference obviously right away. And I was like, that's I love the name of it. It's great. So. Do you think that uh, maybe a little bit of uh, your lives are parallel where, you know, Jim, a little angrier, a little bit uh, more I wouldn't say destructive behavior, but a little bit something that probably wasn't always, and maybe that parallels your life a little bit. So you both are kind of in a different spot right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, the, it is funny, the things that parallel with, with me and Jim. It's, it's either like we're, we're exactly, we're a lot alike or we're polar opposites, you know? So it's, it's funny. Uh, like he'll say like, I've, you know, you know, I have to get up and urinate, you know, five times Drop of the hat. Times. The night, I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Like, I have to do this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> They've been talking about your legendary status a lot. Does that <laughs> truly bother you? It seems to bother you on air, but if it does, and I'm sorry if I'm going into charted territory that you don't want to go into, but does that bother you for real? Or is it just like, yeah, it's just, I'm tired of talking about it? It just was, it was like, it was, yeah, like, we, like, I, the the problem is is you let Sam know that some, you're like hey like I'm kind of over talking about this like I'm, you don't have to telegraph that yeah yeah like like we've we've gone down this road Sam like I don't know what else you want me to say about it and then he just has to keep like keep hitting and keep hitting so you know it's funny I don't I you know I, I, I don't I don't care you know but you know it's he just knows like it's like I, I don't know what else you want me to say like okay like I've we've talked about this, right? I've been telling these stories on the air for 15 years. Like, where, where do you want me to go? You know, and, you know, having a, you know, you, you and you evolve and you grow up and you, you know, and yeah, I've, you know, I'm, I'm engaged now. So it's, you know, yeah. it's a little bit, you know, things it's, are different. So it, it wouldn't, I don't think if you didn't reach that level that Sam would find as much joy bringing back to the old days, you know, if you were still in that, it wouldn't be a story. But now that you're in this different part of your life, he, uh, he wants to kind of needle it and, and poke the bear and, and stir it. I mean, he is the best ester yeah. in the whole business, right? Oh, he's the best. There's no one, there's no better, uh, you know, starter of trouble than Sam Roberts for sure. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want to give Travis his due. You know, like I, I said about you guys, he's so good at, at his on air contributions when he chimes in, but it seems like he's kind of taken on more and more responsibility as the show goes on. Is, is that the case? And how do you think he handles that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think he has. I mean, and it's funny is he just he he steps up and does a does a great job. I mean, he really is a, a he really is a good producer. And they when they rip on him, it's just it's just goofing on him because he's and it is fun to sometimes he'll, he'll screw something up. So it's always fun because and he's smug. Really good. Yeah, he is. He is a he is a smug. Uh, S, he could be S. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he does an excellent job. He really is a good producer. What are some of those um, like kind of tasks tasks that he uh, juggles behind the scenes? I mean, just any of the like logistics with the studio, booking guests, um, 
you know, organizing uh, the notes for the guys and 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 organizing, uh, you know, like uh, we're having they're having an author in, so making sure the guys get the books and making sure that Jim and Sam get the sc- they see the screener, they see the movie that the people yeah. are coming in to promote, and you know that those kind of things, you know, just, <laughs> just rose from the ashes there. Yes, Mr. Toots did. Hey, you know, it's it's cool because a show that doesn't seem like there's a lot of preparation and a lot of, uh, you know, following a rundown, if you will. That stuff is part of a rundown, right? Giving the guys all the things that they need to do to be successful on it. But my favorite part is, and I've told this to Scott many times, I don't need guests. I just need you guys talking about current events and stuff that happened over the yeah. weekend. That's that's my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times yeah. it's doing too. Yeah. yeah. Jim, talking about the video issues over at Sirius suggested that he is going to be done. He will not be signing a new contract. For everybody that doesn't remember, it it's, seems, I believe, that their contracts will be up in October of 2024. So we got yeah. kind of like another year and a half from the guys, and you didn't hear anyone in the studio questioning him. So no, he seems really too bad. He seems real resolved to that fact. And, you know, he put in, he said, I put in 20 years. It's not, um, it's not a personality thing with these guys. He's just, I'm, he's just, I'm just done, you yeah. know, and I can understand that. Um, it'll break my heart, of course, because I love the show so much. So yeah. it leads to the question and we'll, you know, be speculating on this. What happens to the show? You know, does, does Sam do it with, you know, Travis or Troy or Montone? And, and is it that kind of thing? Or is there somebody else that slips in there? Um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, and if it does play out or maybe, you know, this is a new opportunity for, you know, Sam to expand his not Sam universe. We just can't stop getting mentioned by the show. We cover very diligently here. Uh, Jim and Sam, I think Sam's usually the one bringing it up and and giving us credit and referencing our interview with Troy and it happened again. And we really, really appreciate it. Mr. Yeah. it's really, it's really nice that the uh, they mention us. They of course don't have to do that, but you know, he 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 respects that we really want to do a good job here, and that we research and that we present the the material. But also, you know, he said that you know Troy was a little shy about uh, talking about his legendary status with with us as he is with the other guys there. But it's it's legendary and it's quite a status. So this might be the most domesticated gym jam packed episode we've had chris right i'm just go through our, our domesticated gym topics and then we'll just kind of dissect them how we please here we got so many levels so many different so things much to dive into jim's uh was forced to take an uber because the air quality from his girlfriend uh he called it henpecking there was a domestic incident with uh his girlfriend forgetting that she was boiling eggs burning the eggs and then having to leave them on the terrace to cool off she doesn't like when Jim says he has to, um, how's he phrase it exactly? Do you remember? Yeah, Jim, uh, fortunately, didn't feel good and had some petrified stew he had to drop off. So um, she didn't like that reference to what uh, going number two was for him. So yeah, petrified stew. I don't think I like it either, but I can get it. Not you know, those are eating. There's also, she wanted him to take a cab anytime that it, there's a thunderstorm or, or possibly even raining to avoid lightning. And Jim is, as we've been seeing, he's been going deeper and deeper into the Facebook chats, into eBay. Jim is now, as I believe, as he put it, officially addicted to eBay and buying as many Kiss posters uh, from other countries too, as he can. And not only is that going to cost a pretty penny, his girlfriend is talking to Lisa, Travis's lovely wife, and we do know that she is a woman of high taste. And lastly, Jim is afraid of grilling. It, it feels like there might be a breath of fresh air in the studio. We got a guy named Cooper 
as a new intern. And I'll ask you first, what are your impressions of Cooper? Yeah, he's young, which I like. You know, he's going to bring in this thing uh, that has a little, like you said, a little breath of fresh air. He's not shy to speak no, up. I like it. Yeah. And I saw that he was also, you know, quick to uh, look things up on the other laptop. Travis was looking up one thing. He'll look up another. Sometimes it gets a little bit uh, confusing on who's running this show there because Travis was looking up something. Cooper looked it up and Cooper got it wrong. So Travis had to make sure that he knew his place a little bit. But no, it was, it was fine. Exactly. He's learning his way, but he's doing, he's doing great. And uh, of course, you know, Troy tried to corrupt him a little bit. You want to share that? Turn him right off the bat. He tried to to bring him right to uh, him and him and Jim's level with uh, a certain type of, of, of element that we hear on the show. And this is what I'm going to be listening to with the more I hear Cooper is when Troy is asking him stuff, like if he uh, likes a certain kind of adult video, or if he, I don't know if I can say eats, eats a, perhaps uh, okay. things like that. Yes. I don't, I didn't hear any responses to these questions. I think Travis and Sam be the, the, you know, the little bit more square more uh, business approach. Yeah. yeah. We heard about Ramish, a Jim Norton character that I hope we're going to hear more about and maybe even finally hear his voice for the first time later on. We heard that, um, that Ramish, Likes to do walkout intros like in professional wrestling. He pulls his pants up high. He always wears sweatpants. He tells uh, uncle jokes, and he's he's Jim's age or maybe a little older. That's Ramish. Um, there's just so much going on in Jim's head. He has all this up his sleeve. You look what he's done with all these characters uh, and, and how they've lived in the Open Anthony universe. And now Jim and Sam. And he did cameos for a long time. He's done podcasts with them he, he's done cartoons there really is a whole world there we will have them at the town square and that's why you come here and and chris is all about that and and chris helps with that as well so yeah i'm out here uh golfing in nashville with my son and uh tonight we're gonna go celebrate my daughter's 21st birthday on broadway seeing the sights and sounds and of course getting some good food you know, I'm out on here, out here on the course, thinking about Jim and Sam and what a great week we had of episodes, and our introduction to Ramish. I know you already talked a little bit about Ramish, but I got to tell you, I'm looking for other guys around here, and some kind of do look like Ramish. Uh, so I'm doing my best job of interpreting what would that be on the course. So let me show you my pants. Oh, yeah, I think Cooper really, really endeared himself with his comment about, you know, the sub and what happened in there. You want to share that? Yes. So <laughs> I didn't know that, that that's like the, the, the beacon of, you know, that's like a, a treasure. I was trying to push your way. You're going to give it to me. I'll, I'll take it. It, uh, it, he brought it a clip that his uh, friend sent to him. He goes to, we learned more about Cooper actually. On, yeah. I think on Thursday's show that he goes to, uh, was it Manhattan, Manhattan? University Manhattan or University. Manhattan College? Uh, I, think yeah. it's, I think it's Manhattan University. I think you're right. I think you're right. And uh, so anyways, friend sent him an audio and he chose to bring it to the guys and he was he was informed that the audio was the um you know type of some type of they heard something signal. yeah they heard yeah, something. they heard something from the uh the submarine so he thought this was breaking news bring to the show like a good intern would to help uh the show 
truck along and it was just a man yelling help me help me help me help me <laughs> that's what that's what they Not heard exactly like that I, 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 honestly chris as, as great as that was i think the the guy who recorded it was actually closer to the microphone yeah, it was like crystal me, clear me. yeah exactly. i have, I have a, it was like exactly. crystal clear right in the mic jim couldn't get over that aspect adults going to disney it's it's not a bad thing you know but maybe you should be with your kids i don't know Let's get like a firsthand experience about adults going to Disney. Let's check in with my favorite adult and one who's at Disney right now, Scott King. Scott? Thank you, Chris, for throwing to me. I appreciate it. I am here live in Orlando. As, as you can see, you hear children screaming. That's how you know you're at Disney. Mine were as well. We've done a lot. Of course, I'm right by the Town Square Theater because more children screaming. It's Disney. Because at the Town Square in Disney is where all of Disney's truths are unearthed, just like the Jim and Sam podcast. I could do this somewhere else, but there'd be children screaming there as well. Um, I, you know, on, on Tuesday's show, they were talking about can an adult go to Disney by themselves? And I think uh, absolutely, just don't be a jerk. Uh, if you're by yourself and you're an adult, if you're wearing Disney garbs, that's fine, but don't take uh, 10 pictures with the same character in front of a bunch of families and children that are waiting to do that. So he interviewed the president in Vegas for the UFC unfiltered podcast with Matt Sarah. A great, great show. Um, if you like MMA, Jim and Matt are so great together on that. They interviewed the uh, uh, former president with Trump. And then he goes on the high roller Ferris wheel for an absolutely legendary Jimmy moment. He admitted to being a C block because there's a couple making out in the Ferris wheel and um, he, uh, Chris, he, of course, sat across from them because there were two benches, right? That's what he did. I, I, I thought he said that he sat, sat next to him them because he wanted to look out while the forest where was going yeah. forward. He couldn't sit backwards because he gets nervous or whatever. He had, he had to look forward, so he had to sit next to them. So um, he said that they were close by. Now, the thing that you didn't mention is this large Ferris wheel broke down or stopped for a little while, which is hilarious. Because, you know, it's one of Jim's greatest fear. I think he took it like a champ, um, but it broke down for a little while. So he was panicky a little bit. And uh, he did have uh, an exchange with the uh, Ferris wheel worker um, when he when he got off. You wanna, you wanna say what yeah, he, he asked the guy, you know, what was happening. And, and the guy said, and I'll do my best way of presenting it. He don't like the heat. <laughs> That's what he said. The worker said. You don't like the heat. So oh you would think that something that was built for the desert would probably do well in the heat. So that may not be it. We got to kick it off with with arguably the best break in the history of Jibbit Sam that um, would not have happened without a certain hero. Pointed sure. out. I've listened to this three times now. Um, so Travis was getting quite the rousing. And I want well to deserved. This. Well, deserved. well deserved. He was right. He was being kind of the S Travis that we know and love, right? And as you point out, because it's going, he's going on another sex date. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go over biggest. that a little bit later for sure. And how are we not diving deeper into? I thought Matt wanted to kill him. Now they're going on. Swinger. I don't know like, what's going. on. I don't on understand. It, that seemed genuine that Matt was pissed off by his laugh. Anyways, Travis is getting an old school beatdown, and uh, Travis deflects and says, "Like you know, you don't even uh, take your shoes off when you're at home." To Sam. And Sam takes his shoes off to like prove a point. And I think he forgot that he was wearing BLM, Black Lives Matter socks. They said BLM on the bottom uh, with the anniversary of George Floyd's tragic passing. And obviously a, a very meaningful movement. Uh, yes. And then later we find out that the funds were not being used appropriate for, for BLM. 
Uh, but I mean, he just, Sam took such a legendary beating. Could you? Yes, he did. Could you believe that what happened? And we might not have gotten it if someone didn't point it out. You could say, yeah, Troy. Troy is definitely the hero of the day, and and uh, all recognize that that was in the studio. Even Sam. Because you hear them talking about stuff, and he takes it up, and out of cold storage, kind of distance off mic, you know, Troy goes, "Are those are those are those Black Lives Matter socks?" And boom, it started everything happening. I will give Sam credit because he since put his his shoe back on when they're giving him grief about it, and we didn't get a picture. So you know, he was con- you know he was coerced to giving, you know, taking that shoe off and and taking a picture, and he obliged. Um, so I give him credit on that, but. What a beating. It was the best we've heard in a long time. And not only do we hear that he is getting more posters, but he is changing plans. Ineffectively, he changed plans to be there for a poster auction. His poster auction last weekend was the wrong day. So he completely burned a night or an evening waiting for him. And we hear that when he, he has these posters, he's getting two or three of them. Some he, he wants to hang, some he kill he keeps rolled up factory and sealed. And we always hear, factory no, sealed. We always hear him say factory, factory sealed. So I, I don't I, and there's something else he's doing that, that surprised me a little bit, we'll get into, but do, do you see any end to this? Like is he gonna find every kiss poster at one point? He is a compulsive buyer. He buys not one, not two, but usually three of of things. He did it with his shoes. Remember when he was getting the fake Yeezys? Um, he he does that quite often. So he wants one to hang and then a couple as backups that you can have in factory seals. And you go, I'm not doing anything with them. I just want to have them. He wants to have them. It is this diversion from the poor behavior of old Jimmy. Um, and it just manifests itself in, in these things. And who cares? Man, the guy's can, he's done, made a good living. He loves that stuff. Do what you want, but it is hilarious that he cleared his schedule on a Saturday for the auction. Auction was on Sunday, and then he was really nervous because a guy extended the auction for three minutes past the time, and he really wanted to be the last bidder in there. So it all worked out, but it got a little bit uh, concerning. This weird fact I thought was hilarious. So if you ever see Jim Norton on an airplane and he's wearing his sweatpants, he's not wearing any underwear, we found out. He said that he gets to the airport and takes them off in the restroom so he can be comfortable on the plane. So he, I'm just getting this visual, and I don't want to get too much of the visual. He goes to the airport with underwear and sweatpants, goes to the restroom there, takes off the underwear, you takes sweatpants, takes off the underwear, puts sweatpants back on so he can be comfortable on the plane. So I don't ever want to see Jim on a plane because I know he's, you know, very free. Jim uh, found out the hard way that there might have been something that happened with his seat on a flight. Um, why don't you why don't you shed some light on that? There was a little bit of a delay for him getting on the on the plane, and once he got into his first class seat, I think he was one A. Um, yes, he was. Seat was a little little weird. Yeah, and he's and he has a very sensitive nose, and he kind of smelled what could be throw up vomit. Turns out that he was right, and uh, someone did get sick in his seat right before the reason for the delay and uh, ruined some of his things. And of course, the rest of his flight was ruined uh, with the uh, smells. And, uh, you know, when you pay for a first class ticket, I think you deserve a little bit better. Very funny. Uh, Jimmy, quick hit here. Jimmy had some trouble role playing with his girlfriend. Do you remember how that went, Chris? Yeah, he said that they were in the car. They were talking and said, let's pretend that uh, you're a hitchhiker and I just picked you up. She's OK. He goes. So he said to her, you know, where are you going? 
And she said, up the hill. <laughs> yeah, that's. And then Screeching Hall, the role play over. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so we have a new character that was birthed this week. Um, I know I know it's close to your heart, certain close to mine. Someone who was a, a wonderful guest on our show. Uh, tell us about the new character on the show. Yeah, it was the birth of Quanstra uh, Dumbass, <laughs> which is Troy. And that's not a character. It's who he is now. You know, Troy started, you know, Troy, we all know Troy loves conspiracies, right? And so Troy really loves following this, uh, this Twitter handle, uh, Illuminati bot, and which is a lot of, uh, you know, conspiracies and Troy, Troy loves looking at them. Well, he had a lot of predictions about things that are going to happen for the rest of this year and in 2024. And uh, a lot of those had to do with uh, surrounding COVID and COVID coming back and then mass restrictions and then work from home restrictions and all that kind of stuff. It was so much so that Travis started writing them down and, and really notating when these things are going to happen, according to Troy. That's a but producer. Yeah, That's a producer. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, yeah. Troy, Quanstra uh, Dumbass was uh, was uh, featured all week in the, on the Jim and Sam show. That's only our second guest ever in the town square. We invited... Uh, somebody that you all might know as Jim and Sam Think Memes on Instagram, an incredible meme page. Um, he also goes by Miguel from L.A., a regular caller to Jim and Sam. So Miguel was was uh, quite extraordinary. Funny story. Um, back in 2017, I was out there in New York, and that was like right after, you know, like a year after the guy started the show. And I was at the B-dubs in Times Square, and I see Sam, Sam and Troy walk in. Like out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh wow!" So I'm like, "Hey, Sam," and he remembered me because um, I met him once out here in LA, like a few years back, and um, he 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 invited me to have lunch with him and Troy, and it was pretty oh. cool. Um, but you got to tell us a little bit about uh, the recent stuff with Opie. Can you share that story? <laughs> oh yeah, um, I guess Opie's like the worst person. I was the worst person he ever met, apparently, because. I, because, you know, he always constantly rags on Jim and Sam, you know, oh, like those guys aren't good, especially with Sam. Like he has the biggest problem with Sam because uh, apparently, you know, he says that Sam will never make it in the business, even though he's on TV a lot, even though he's doing his wrestling events, you know, I hope he's just on the beach picking his nose and eating his boogers. And um, I asked him, hey, stop ragging on the guys, you know, like at least they have a show like you constantly talk about O and A when but when they talk about you when when Anthony talks about you you get really mad and say leave it leave it alone leave me alone so he got really upset and he blocked me off of you know commenting ever again on his YouTube so but hey you know five dollars well spent the first time I met and got to hear Sam's dad and my God was he amazing Mr. Roberts is now a show legend. I mean, just an absolute character. Um, hilarious, kind of just says what's on his mind. Smart, had you know, had we've heard about his uh, outstanding advertising career that kind of took the Roberts around the globe, living in a few locations. And it was really cool just to hear him talk about advertising and what he thought of a couple campaigns. And uh, Haley Steinfeld was in that that kid uh, getting sucked into. A Coke bottle, I think. I think she was in that commercial, he said. And she's a, a major star now. So we got to work with her in, in addition to doing some other great things. But just a, just a hilarious, awesome guy. And we've heard legends of the mustache. If you look on 
Jim and Sam socials. You see the mustache. It is legendary. It's absolutely legendary. Uh, at one point, just when they're riffing and Sam's dad hung with the guys on everything and usually threw out the funniest line when he was in the studio, but Bobby Kelly just goes, uh, there was a pause and Bobby Kelly goes, your dad is wild. I thought that was, that was hilarious. <laughs> Something happened with Sam that we're going to be closely monitoring and I love it. It's it's a more masculine Sam. Sam has discovered American football. He watched three games on the first NFL Sunday uh, the past weekend. And he likes the 49ers because they got the cute boys, which I, I hope he keeps telling us. It was nice to see Sam, you know, embracing his manhood and actually manning up and watching a couple of games. Let's see if that continues. But yeah, he was like the sports, you know, authority, if you will, all week. They're talking about many sporting events and he was taking the lead. A weird place for Sam to be. Strange. It was strange. He fired off some tweets last night. I saw during the Eagles game. So, you know, it's it's hard to, for me, it's it's hard to maybe pick the best break this week or breakdown, whatever you want to call it. But I, I mean, we just knew that they were going to do an extraordinary job, extraordinary job with breaking down the Lauren Boebert night vision video at Beetlejuice. Um, literally every point of what happened, they just had incredible commentary the uh, vaping in the pregnant lady's face they covered everything the uh groping the groping up top down low the, that's right who i am uh, it was just it was just amazing and i we always say like when something happens in the news that you know is just perfect for the show like you cannot wait to listen to the show yeah it was it was really good i think even later in the week they broke it down like the jfk zapruder film where they were <laughs> yeah. you know and, you know, and remember in JFK, it was back into the left, you know, when he gets back into the left, back into the left. And, and then Jimmy was talking about actions that were happening in the video that hands went back and in, into the left and movement, movement of body parts. So that was that was hilarious. Troy loves music in particular. He loves one musician very much. We know that's Taylor Swift so much that he went uh, in front of her house in New York and started interviewing young people that were there. And I as much as I enjoyed the guys giving him a little bit of a beating for this. I wish they would have pulled back a little so he keeps doing this type of Oh, he'll keep doing it. That's that's not going to stop him. Yeah, he was outside of the house. I think it's on Cornelia Street in New York. And he was defending that. You can look it up. Anybody's looking up. And Sam was just giving him nonstop grief about being, you know, a a creep. And, uh, and, you know, he was on Instagram. We ran into some other Swifties, he said. And and I saw the interview and he just kind of talks to them about it. They're from, uh, you know, like Portugal or columbia or something like that and and they came to see the house too she doesn't live there anymore so it wasn't really a creepy thing but sam kind of outed himself again that he still thinks he's hip-hop we, we did get more urban sammy um they were talking about the the you know alleged killer or whoever may have had something to do with it was arrested this week and and i for guess Tupac's someone... thing right i'm sorry for, tu- for tupac's murder yeah, Tupac. right yeah yeah um and um basically the person's is keeps you know saying it in interviews they've said it for years now for maybe decades so what did sam say in in response to if if you run your mouth you might get arrested yeah you know he, they're talking about this guy you know maybe not get you know arrested or or you know incarcerated for anything and sam said he's going to get charged for something and jimmy but- goes excuse me what was that and they made troy go out listen to the replay because it's delayed as we all know and and record it and then he brought it back and sam 
pretty much fessed up to it right from the get-go. He's like, yeah, I might have said something like that. You're going to get charged for something. And that went through the whole week, which was fantastic. You know, Norman, or Norman, Norton, Jim has those well-legendary known Norton ears and calves. So we know that he's <laughs> right on top of everything for that. But what else did Sam say uh, in a text? Do you recall that one? Yeah, I was going to say he he in a text uh, said to I think it was a, like a I think it was a rapper he just met um, doing his show when after they got arrested, I believe uh, he texts, are you good? You good? Yeah, you good. I think that's how that I love Urban that's Sammy. We know that Jim can like sometimes channel a bit, a little bit of rage, especially if he's like caught off guard or something with the uh, domesticated Jim situations arising with his girlfriend. I think she is playing with fire and has been for a long time now with this kiss the stuffed animal. You know how much trouble he has falling asleep, and she's putting it like right in his face as he's falling asleep, like it almost in a deep sleep. Like, can you believe she's still doing this and that he has to do this and that he's like even willing to do it, maybe even reluctantly. Yeah, it's it's a funny bit, and I'm glad he brought it to us. He said this week that it's not just one kiss, but he has to go. <laughs> it's a multiple amount of kisses for this stuffed animal. Uh, I absolutely love it. I think it's so fun, and, and it brings such joy to us because it's just hilarious that, you know, it's it's such a different thing for Jim. It's something he's probably been la- lacking in his life. He wants somebody like this, you know? He's had women that are rougher and and more but not this sweet loving kind of situation too so uh i think it's pretty cool and we are starting the show with a whopper something not on the show but kind of announced on instagram we think uh chris jim norton is no longer a single man it seems yeah i mean thank god we didn't tape this uh podcast you know right after the show on thursday because we got a whopper on Thursday uh, afternoon and early evening, is Jim Norton now a married man? Mr. and Mrs. Jim Norton. It seems to be true. A lot of congratulations coming from fellow comics and friends and the, and the staff and, of course, Sam. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about how you discovered this. I was at my daughter's soccer practice Thursday. It was kind of rainy. I wonder if they were going to have practice. But anyways... They're practicing. I'm scrolling through my phone and I see these pictures. I see a video on Instagram with Jim and a woman um, later identified. I don't know if it's by commenters or just, you know, we know the hints that have been dropped that it's that Jim's girlfriend is a trans woman. And if you listen to our show, we've been on this since the very beginning. And we, we were we were suggesting this as Jim was in subtle ways, because if we didn't want to put it all out there, if Jim didn't want it all out there, so we we're just kind of following his lead. But anyways, it's the woman is yelling at him about his kiss posters. They're saying wife. The video caption says, you know, this is what it's like with a wife. And I'm like, like right there, that caption and like kind of the banter is like, oh, is this a bit? Maybe it's a bit kind of funny. Like, or I did. Th- I did think it was Jim's girlfriend. And there is a, a Twitter handle attached to the, the uh, message or the post. And she had her own account and her own photos and do a little digging there's a photo of her with a wedding ring they're close in a lot of photos and yeah and so me and you were texting and i thought it was i thought it was the real deal and like we think like the way he didn't this is something you know jim's always save it for the air so we thought this would would be 
something he's hinted at like yeah maybe we'll get married you know as early as a couple months ago they've been he's been hinting at maybe getting a dog and the guys are kind of asking about it so it's one of those things where like i'm surprised 99 sure it's not a bit but i'm also not too surprised because we've seen how domesticated he's gotten yeah i mean it was it was so interesting to kind of unpack it all once you you and i were texting all this stuff and Jim put out another uh, post on Instagram that had like five photos of him and it's Nikki, yeah, Nikki, Nikki Norton, yeah. Nikki together. Um, and, uh, you know, and it looks like some of them dated back to this summer or going to uh, was it Ozzy's birthday party, maybe out in Los Angeles. So yeah, that trip to Los Angeles. Yeah. So um, it was uh, it was so cool. I'm just, you know, we're we're happy. 100%. You know, I don't want Jim to have to feel like he has to hide any part of his life. I don't think he, you know, really wants to. He's pretty out there on many, many things. So just to be able to call her Nikki and talk about Nikki being at home and that kind of stuff. But yeah, it hit me over the head, just this whole thing. And in Jim's bio in uh, in his Instagram post, he says something along the lines, yes, uh, you know, proud husband or something like that. And, and then it says, long story. Yes, I'm married, long story. So I hope we get that long story coming up next week we got to right there is a, a lot to dissect um if, you know we've we've heard about soraya being with jim on the road for I, I feel like you know almost a year now at least six months so there's there's footage there and jim talked about how you're going to see that as a representation of jim and his wife nikki on youtube so i mean do you do you do you take that as a show? Do you take that as some some funny videos here and there? Uh, what was your what are, what are you expecting? So we found out that Jim has been married for a couple of years. He didn't yeah. get real specific, and and it was just one of those you know government kind of go in there justice of peace kind of wedding thing. And and uh, his manager Jonathan was a witness. So he's been married for a couple of years um, and keeping that kind of quiet. And he has every right to do whatever he wants. But remember when Saray was shooting all this video, I kept on asking, what do you think it's going to be? What is it for? Is it he doing? What is he going to do? Da, da, da. It has to be that they're going to do a YouTube show. Jim has alluded to that a couple times this week that he and Nikki will be doing that. And I think he's just getting footage and Saray is just capturing everything that happens along the way. Speaking of Saray, she is going on the Burt cruise. So, I mean, you know, she's... That's it's taken care of either by Jim or or Burton Company. So God bless her. Let, right. let me just say this. You know, I'm a professional videographer. And if yeah. I knew that part of, uh, you know, the job would be to go on cruises with Jim and, and go on. I would have signed up for that. That could have been a cool job. But no. Yeah, it's cool that Saray is doing that. And uh, I can't wait to see that stuff. Absolutely. We learned that Jim's wife is from Norway. And, I, you know, they, they a couple of times Jim and Sam alluded to a big story about this marriage that that Jim's not ready to dive into yet, but he will. I mean, this is, you know, obviously tinfoil hats. We're not going to know until we know. But is this was there some crazy kind of visa issue? Was there a crazy ex-boyfriend? Like we don't there's some story here that, that Jim keeps talking about. I can't wait to hear it. Um, Sam had a really good point that the normalcy of the relationship, like in the videos, the way they're bickering and and she's kind of making fun about the posters like that's the normal part. Everyone you know, people, some people might assume it's the trans thing, but Jim's dealt with that his whole, that's, that's what he's into. That's, he's dealt with that his whole, uh, you know, a lot of his life as we know. So that just seeing them bickering on video is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, going back to the whole thing from her being from Norway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jim keeps on alluding to, you know, I want to tell the story, but I think Nikki needs to be here and tell the story as well. So I can't wait until we really get to, to have her either in on the Jim and Sam show or on the YouTube show. 
uh, telling about her story. And he also talked about um, that 90 day fiance and watching those shows was a, was a big help. And that Sam actually said, Oh, that, you got to get married fast yeah. because if she is truly coming over from Norway and, you know, and doesn't want to get deported, that's maybe something that kind of sped things up. Jim said, maybe a little bit. Um, and so that was kind of cool. And then what you talked about with the, the normalcy of Jim is what's the funny part, you know, him being domesticated after being single for that's, that's the funny part. And you're exactly right. It's not what the other people might think. Yes. And with Nikki being around for, it was, it was Zia. Jim said, you know, a while, then he kind of got said maybe a, you know, a little over a year, but Zia throughout two years there, we're going to get into uh internet sleuth E-Rock in a minute. <laughs> but so Nikki's been around, you know, somewhere a year to two years. And Jim said she, she's been helping film stuff. So she did the TBS stuff, the Jason Sudeikis show that we saw Chip on and we were all rooting for Chip. She uh, helped with Ghost and Demons from Hell, did a voice. <laughs> the Ghost and Demons from Hell, which we might have to revisit for Halloween here. But I mean, can you, I just love that E-Rock we got to see Iraq's content and attempt at content uh, organically on the show. When he heard about the news while he was doing his show, tried to get Zia to talk to him, like do a double broadcast with him during the bikini stream that he apparently knows a lot about. And yeah. She said, yeah, leave a couple. Why don't you just talk in the comments, Eric? <laughs> yeah. She put him on the pay no mind list immediately yeah. when he called in. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, he was, he was, he was trying to get the scoop and then he called Jim, right? Called Jim to get the scoop and Jim never answered. <laughs> it just went to voicemail. <laughs> so everybody kind of put E-Rock on the pay my, no mind list. And he was blown away. He didn't know what happened and just really wanted to get to the bottom of it. God love E-Rock. They, they really love him on the show, but he is kind of a kind of a dummy. I'm going to I'm going to say who everyone was. And, and how about you give the first breakdown, Chris? You got it. Go ahead. So we got Jim. Jeff, G-E-O-F-F, the fireman, master of fish. And, of course, you could see all these on Jim and Sam's uh, social media, Instagram and Twitter. Amazing. The pictures were amazing. Uh, Montone, the Hulkster. Him and or maybe someone else might have been the best for me. Troy and Travis, joint costume. Gino and Jasmine from 90 Day Fiance. Coop, Taylor Swift, hot dog, Negan, and The Fiend. And Sam was the killer from Happy Death Day. Who was your? Who would you say was your best? Who were you maybe disappointed with? All right. So of of course, uh, my 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 actually best, if you just judge it on a costume and, and the portrayal, was Montona's Hulk. He yeah. was great. He stayed in character. He kind of even improvised. And if you look at the picture, I mean, obviously he's built. He looks great. But he really, it was good. It looked really good. So he uh, he's my favorite. However, Jim made me laugh so much because. <laughs> Jeff the Fireman, Master of Fish. It's so weird. It is so odd and it's so Jim and it makes me laugh so hard because it's so creative. It's out there and it's stupid and I loved every minute of it. Imagine being on an Alaska Airlines flight that they've talked about for a couple weeks in a row now. We find out not only was the pilot on Mushrooms who tried to uh, crash the plane, but he believed he was dreaming and he did some pretty interesting things to... Uh, Wake himself up from the dream. What were those, Chris? Oh, thanks for giving it to me. Yeah, he, uh, I'm not sure if he did that before he was in custody, or I think he was in I custody think it was, already. I think it was after yeah. the, the flight. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he wet himself, which is interesting. And then he, you know, self-gratified a little bit trying to get himself out <laughs> of that. And uh, that was a little challenging 
probably to witness and just a weird fella. It's not a pilot that I'd like to be in charge of the plane that I'm on for sure. No, definitely not poor Jimmy. We know how scary is the flying. Like exactly. imagine hearing that's going on. My Lord. But it's another example of a current event story that you can't wait to get their take on. So let's jump in here, guys. How did, how did you guys become friends? I know working together, but how did that happen? God, I, I mean, I was at the front desk um, at Sirius. Um, I was their receptionist for like, I don't know, maybe a year or so before I started doing stuff on air. And I feel like we just met that way, right, Sam? Just like when I was at the front? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I don't, when were you it's all- It's all blurry. It's all very blurry. It was early on though. I mean, Nicole was like, and I'm sure, you know, you guys go back a long ways with O&A. Like Nicole, I mean, was one of, if not the first- person that I became friends with when we went over to Sirius, like really early on when like ONA came over to Sirius and all the like serious people that had been there were giving us dirty looks and everything. I, yeah, there was just something about like Nicole instantly enjoyed, I think the chicanery that started happening. I did the idea that like there was this sort of thing going on that, that Sirius didn't, like the people who worked there didn't love that we were there, but also we enjoyed the fact that they were upset by it. And I think Nicole enjoyed the whole dynamic of that happening. And I picked up on that pretty quickly. But she fit yeah. right in with the whole thing yeah. that you guys had yeah. going on. Nicole, uh, how do you go from being at the front desk to on air talent? It's not a very easy transition that a lot of people make. How long did it take? How did it happen? It took way too long. Um, I mean, you know, maybe like a year and some change. It took way too long. That's not like, too long like, at all. <laughs> like that's a normal career path for anyone. Like, oh yeah, right. most people. Sam, go how, front Sam how long did it take you to have your own show? I mean, are you kidding me? The fact that like, yeah. the fact that I was friends with Nicole, even though she went from the front desk, like that's like, I'd be ragingly jealous of anybody except for Nicole, because for whatever reason, I was like, like, she's the only person that I would ever go. Yeah, of course, she should be hosting like the biggest morning show on the platform. <laughs> like you guys were dumb to keep her on the front desk. I mean, Sam, the thing is, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, Sam, I mean, it sounds so corny, but did you recognize her talent? Do you think that? OK, man, she's she's got it. I've you been know, obsessed. I mean, yeah, I've been obsessed with Nicole from the minute that I met her. Like, I mean, like from the minute that I met her until right now, I still feel like nobody's recognized how talented she is and what her potential is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I still right now think that people only get like a surface level of like, oh yeah, I get that she's funny or oh, I get that she's a little outrageous. Like I don't, I still think people don't understand what we're dealing with here. Nicole, this, I think I speak for a lot of Jim and Sam listeners when, when I say that we did not see this tough friendship coming. This is, it's caught us caught us off guard and no. you know we just don't know what to make it we've heard we've heard for a while i feel like at least a year sam has said when travis laughs when when they're talking about uh matt matt wants to beat him up and now now everyone's out together having drinks yeah. having laughs yeah. how does yeah. how does this happen how 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 did this mingling uh, occur i knew always that matt biggins and Travis Heft needed to love each other. I didn't know that it would turn into this much of a love fest. This, I mean, what I, they were joking in DMs and then they were kind of like, yeah, let's get together for some drinks. It was kind of a joke. And then all of a sudden we had like a dinner on the, on the calendar. And like, I always loved his wife. I always thought uh, she was awesome. So we made it a date to go out. 
they left best friends. Like they, they talk all the time. Uh, they, I mean, they're from the same town. They grew up in the same town. Right, they're not best friends, but they're, they're friendly <laughs> now. Um, and I, yeah, I didn't see it coming. And I don't know. It's it's okay. It's never too late to make new friends, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah but there's I, also this. I mean, part of it, I think, is like the biggins have this like uh, uh, love hate vibe. Like there's just always a, a, a an extreme, right? Yeah. And it's always either an orgy or a fight ready to yeah. break out. Correct. So I think that like the idea he does want to beat up Travis, but I think yeah. it makes him also want to love yeah yes it seems like sam may get up and leave a conversation if it's at his house I can't right that I can't. so yeah so i mean maybe it's just knowing when it's time to go sam is what you're pointing out that yeah it's time to go and you just wish maybe some of your guests would know that it's time to go too yeah like i i uh i'm a big proponent of if you want to avoid step four avoid step one Mm-hmm. You know, and I tell this to hot dog in a professional capacity, like he's like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm like, if you had just said no yeah. from the beginning, then you wouldn't be stuck in this mess to begin with. Yeah. So, like, I'll know, like, like, I'll kind of in a conversation go like, OK, I see every conceivable direction this could go. I don't like any of them. I think I'm out. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm all I'm all set. So it's if it's it's somebody else's place. Then, yeah, then that's the moment where I'm like, we got to get out of here. If it's my spot, then I got to disappear for a bit. I Dude, gotta, if I if you if I, I was married split. to you and we had people over and then yeah. you just got up, walked away and went into the bedroom and put your feet up and watch television, I would murder you. I would <laughs> I would end you. That is so not OK. And I feel so horrible for your wife. OK, well, big deal. Okay. I think you should feel like she's a very lucky person. I mean, she's lucky and for many reasons, but that reason that is just not OK. It's like, just one of the doing? it's one of the costs of doing business. <laughs> well, you know, Nicole, when you go over to Sam's house, you leave the door open while you go to the bathroom. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's just it you happened, bring things into each other's lives. It happened once. OK, um, <laughs> I can't promise it's not going to happen again. But I just like I don't know. I'm so, he's my he's my my comfort. He's my comfort. Yeah. He's comfort. He's your I family. Just, He's my family. I literally just, I was like, all right, I'll be right there. I just got to pee. And I just went in the bathroom, sat down like I was in my house, just like door wide open to the bathroom and to the bedroom that I was in. I mean, anybody could right. come in. A kid, Sam, Jess. Sure. I mean. The guard's down. The guard is down. Yeah. Yep. I wanted to ask you guys about Jim's characters, because I know Nicole, your son, is at least a huge Doug Bell fan. <laughs> Sam, you and that's, that was one of the things right away with Jim and Sam is like, we're like, oh, oh, Jim's. Jim's allowed to do his characters like, you know, going back <laughs> years and, and, and you guys have been so great with it. But I think uh, it, the place Jim's at in his life, everything's going so well, but I guess I was a little, a little bummed to hear that he doesn't, he's really not into his characters right now. And is, is it hard for you not to be like, no, no, you should, you should, you should do those characters because they're phenomenal. Well, for me, I mean, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I've always thought that like the magic of Jim's weird characters is that like, he makes them up and just starts doing them. So the idea of trying to dictate like, oh, they're funny. Like, oh, what if what? Like, I would never try to direct. Right, right, right. Right. The character involvement. If it's here. Great. If it's not. And like they pop up for seconds at a time, like Doug pops up all the time. Like sometimes you don't even see it. because There's no cameras on. But like there'll be times, <laughs> <know>. like, <laughs> there'll be times in the studio where like one of the characters faces will show up on Jim and then it'll float away. Like, and it's just one of those For things. Real? Like, yeah, he's like thinking like, of it and he wanted to do it. And then he's right, like, well, right. Cause he doesn't hide anything. Right. So, like, I'll see it 
I mean, but if it's not there, it's not there. I'm not going to be like, hey, does, you know, does Lyle have anything to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, For real, yeah, yeah. But it, I, it's, it's uh, are you a little bummed if he kind of like takes a long break? Because I know you enjoy them so much is why I'm asking. Uh, no, I mean, I always know they'll be back. I, I'm not, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I guess because I'm so interested in the process, whether they're here or not doesn't necessarily bum me out. Like, I mean, I do think, I really think that we're going to end up with a not Sam Doug Bell sit down. Like, I really, I really do think that that, that will happen. Like, I'm good I, without that. I think without that. Oh, I love I it. I need it. I need <laughs> it. And thanks a lot, guys. This is great. Sam, we appreciate every time you mention our show on yours as well. So thanks a lot for all the support. And I really appreciate everything you guys are doing. Uh, I think you guys do a phenomenal job. And uh, yeah, I think it it elevates what we're doing. The fact that anybody would want to like talk about it and break it down topic by topic is very, very flattering. And uh, and I really appreciate it. During Thanksgiving week, those who did not listen, you got to go listen to the bonus episode. We got not only Nicole Ryan, but Sam Wood Roberts did the Jim and Sam Town Square um, you know, in, in that episode, we 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 talked about it, but uh, we we asked Nicole, uh, the time you're supposed to do a, couple, a few weeks ago, she couldn't make it. When rescheduling, um, the like the night before, she's like, "You you, you want Sam too?" Like, yeah, that'd be fine. Great, sure, we'll take Sam. So she recruited yeah. Sam for us. Like, I, we probably would have gotten him otherwise. So Nicole is just like is so legit. All our communication with me and you, she was so kind. Um, great episode. Talk talk about the future, Jim and Sam. Uh, Sam and Nicole's relationship, just just great stuff. I, you want to give your two cents again? Chris? Yeah, I just I, I, they were so generous with their time. You know, yeah. pulling the pulling the screen back a little bit. We usually do about a you know a free half an hour Zoom session here to get this <laughs> recording. Sometimes we'll go a little longer. Yeah, and uh, we got through the first one, and we, we thought that was going to be it. And we said, hey, you guys, can you stick around? And Nicole had to go away. It was on a Friday that we recorded, so she was like, yeah, I have some more time. And Sam's like, sure. So we did a whole other session. So very generous with their time. And one point, and I'm not responsible for this, but I want to think in my own world that I am, that I asked Sam about, you know, photos of his kids, photos of his wives, wives, one, his <laughs> not, wives. Not, not many wives. <laughs> photos news. With, yeah. yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> photo with his wife or, you know, his wife having photos. Yeah. And uh, and we got one right after that for Thanksgiving uh, with oh, him and his wife to show that they're expecting another child. Very so I'm nice. like, yeah. yeah. So maybe Sam said, oh, I'll reconsider having my wife and some photos with me. I don't think that's the case. It's probably already planned. But I want to say that I'm maybe responsible for that. And, and congratulations to the Roberts. That's very cool. Big, big congrats. That's awesome. They're going to have the uh, the trio like I have. It's a party. Three is a party. I have three uh, as well. Oh, that's right, man. It's uh, it is crazy. My my, uh, I'm gonna have a lot of white hair uh, as long as it remains. <laughs> um, there was a lot of these were kind of dropped in there, but a lot of like Nikki facts. I'm I'm gonna hit real quick and get your yeah. take. So it was revealed. I know you're a big Jan Terry guy. It was revealed that Jan Terry came from Nikki. I mean, that is one of the biggest gifts to Jim and Sam uh, fans. I think uh, you know ever. if you didn't if you didn't love Nikki before and all her Instagram stuff. Yeah. I mean, we heard that uh, Modi is absolutely in love with what Nikki's doing on Instagram. But yeah, I mean, for me, I love her even more than I could because Jan Terry is one of my favorite things brought to the show and her crazy song. So they revisited that a little bit, and she also brought another song into Jim's life this week and it annoyed the crap out of him. Do you want me to sing it? Or do you want to sing it? 
Um, why don't you? I it was stuck in my head all week, and I just yeah. forgot it. Now as we're about to talk about it, but I, I know the name. Just go, go for it. <sighs> I can take your man if I want to. Lucky for you, I don't want to. That's something like that. I don't know. I like it's like one of those like fast. Take your man, that man you want to. I want to. Lucky for you, I don't, I don't want, want to. to. Oh god, oh, and it was in my head and it so. driving me nuts. And here's a little thing that I didn't know. I knew Nikki was younger than Jim, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not this young. Holy smokes, 26. 26. My youngest is 21. My oldest is 31. So 26 is right in there. I mean, Nikki could be one of my kids. God That's bless crazy. James Norton. I I'm I am much God older. love him. More power I'm much to older him. than Nikki myself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and not just not just the songs, not just the age revelation. I think I don't know if this is going to make me if I should love Nikki's sense of humor or just her judge of character. Yeah. But I absolutely adore the fact that she's obsessed with Sandy Kane and might come to the studio just to meet Sandy Kane next time they have Sandy in. I mean, oh, Nikki, just full marks for Nikki. That, that, that yeah. one episode her in. this week. Yeah, Sam was like, let's make sure that we have uh, Nikki booked before we do Sandy Kane, because if Nikki can't make it and we just have Sandy Kane, he goes, I don't know if I want to do that. So the biggest fight in the history of Jim and Sam has seven years, I think. And there's been there's been some arguments, a lot of razzing, a lot of ribald humor. Uh, Chris, when they got into DVD slash Blu-ray terms of service, man, did it get heated? I'm going to let you set the table with this. Yeah, you know, it, I had flashbacks to like, um, you know, Opie and Jim and ONA stuff. I'm like, whoa, this doesn't happen with these these guys. I mean, and you know, it's happened in any kind of situation where creatives are working together, and and who knows where they're coming from. But yeah, so they're Sam kind of started it, and they kind of re referenced that in the in the in the conversation. But Sam made the point that he believes that when even if you rent a DVD, which people don't do, or buy a DVD, let's say. Let's say you buy a DVD and you have that DVD that you don't really own it, that the film company or whoever owns the rights to the actual content owns the DVD and they're not going to come get it, but that was the point of contention. And Jim wanted to know the terms of service on that. So, you know, Travis is working furiously to, to find that and, and not coming up with success. Now, I'll let you take your points on it, but let me just set the table by, in this discussion, I believe that Jim is at fault. I don't think Jim handled it properly. Now, was Travis Essie as he always is? Probably, but that's typical of how Travis is in these situations. I don't know why this one would make Jim more upset. I think Jim was a little harsh on Travis and it really, it really just grinded the show to a halt. What do you think? I mean, it did grind it to a halt, but that was so good for the listener, I think. And people have listened from the beginning because it stood out as the biggest fight. I think you're absolutely right. Your, your breakdown is perfect. I think um, it's a good talking point because like, that's why you can't copy them because you don't own the content. And I don't know if you ever tried to play like an American Blu-ray in like Europe or Mexico, but it doesn't it doesn't work sometimes if you use like the equipment that's in the room, the hotel room or wherever you're staying that, that, that player belongs to to that unit because it's, there's some kind of law or coding thing. Yeah. So it's, it's a good point, but like Jim, as you said, Jim was, Jim is wrong about the arguments. He's not a lawyer. He's not a, he's not a technology guy. 
terms of services when there's like an update on your on your phone and you click a box it's not like a blue and it, like <laughs> and it's so much information that it's all a lawyer speak it's not like you you put a new blu-ray in which i sam's always right you should have physical media these streamers there's so many they all the the rights change all the time physical media is where it's at I, i'm on a big kick with that i've been telling my wife but when you play a new blu-ray you don't like you're not you're not clicking on your phone. You're not filling out a piece of paper. Like, just don't copy it. Um, so it was a weird point. And Travis did Google. And we were kind of talking before the show, like, people's role, like, Travis has been a producer in that world for a long time. It's it's weird that he's Googling. I understand his frustration. Like, M- Montone obviously is doing something there. He probably does a lot. This man on street stuff saw a little bit more of that. Helping and he's people. running the board. You yeah, know, so like, I don't. It seems like they're maybe missing an employee. I don't know why Travis is doing this. I think he's getting frustrated with that. But Jim, I mean, Jim, again, we don't have the visual because of right. SiriusXM. So you don't know what else looks are being made. You know, if comments were said before the show, if Travis is Essie. But man, it was, you're right about old school, like Jim and Opie, Jim, like early fights, Jim yelling at callers. Jim was heated because right when they start talking about it and, and Travis is like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I can't find it. Right when Travis kind of had that tone before he got Essie, uh, he, he searched it and Jim goes, thanks, producer. Yeah, I, listened, was... to, I listened to this like three times. Jim, like Jim just took it up a notch. And uh, I mean, I, I love a fired up Jim. And then Travis came back kind of with his anger. Like, I don't know what you want me to find. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it, I mean, Travis uh, kind of stepped out of his role a little bit and was a little bit more salty. Um and but I don't know. I mean, they've given him more room to kind of spread his wings over the last couple of years. So, you know, he feels like probably he's one of the, the you know, hosts kind of, too, you know, where he kind of talks more than most and he kind of gets involved that way. But you you and I both have worked in television here and uh, we both worked. You know, you've been talent. We've worked with talent. And it. I had flashbacks of that, too, that some talent just I don't know what's going through their mind or their emotion but you know i i had the same feeling that travis had travis said at one point i think he's like what would you like me to do differently and i've had that yeah. same kind of feeling when i'm working with town when like oh we should do it this way or it's like well you get frustrated like you know what solve it yourself you're a big person you've been doing what would you like me to do differently i'm yeah. trying yeah. to find the avenue to help you the most and i love jim don't get me wrong man jim oh. is great and he's a sweet guy we even talked about it you know, with Sam and Nicole and yes. when we had them on. Yeah. Jim is a sweet man. And we awesome believe guy. that. I just think he had a bad day. And I was surprised we didn't get an on-air apology from Jim later in the week. I think you're right. And the other key thing that Travis said, and remember that Travis was not the, I don't think he was the aggressor or the first to be angry in the situation. I think it was Jim. But Travis, the other thing he said that might provide some insight was something along the lines of, I try so hard every day. Yeah. So what? So is there something back? What going? else is going on with his with his role? He feels like he's spread a little thin, and he obviously does. And we know he's doing. We've heard them talk about it. it's not just our knowledge, but he's he's handling. He's been handling the booking for a while. Rolandos yeah. is gone, so he's got to do booking. There, there's there's executive producer stuff to do, as you know, with yeah. the show as it is. That's a job. He's also booking. He's the Google guy. Um, and we did hear from Sam on, I think he was talking about on the, the special episode we did with him and Nicole during Thanksgiving week was that he, everyone recognizes Travis is great on air, just like Montone, just like Coop that, that Thursday before 
when Jim was out was great because they're all just on mic, no guest host. So right. and he's also on air talent. So I, I see, I can see his frustration, but again, he didn't, he didn't really kick this up a notch. That was Jim. No. So, and then uh, let's yeah, go really to interesting, really interesting later in the week. You know, this happened, I believe on Tuesday. So Wednesday and Thursday, I was just kind of listening to see how Travis's interaction. And he was, well, first of all, after this happened on Tuesday, shut down, didn't hear Travis much. And if they asked him a question, it was, I believe that is the case. Yes, it was on a Thursday. You know, it was very monotone. <laughs> yeah, <say. laughs> uh, but it was very, uh, it was very dry and just not Travis. You could tell he was just seething underneath. And then later in the week, like Wednesday and Thursday, even without that apology, he seemed to be very agreeable to Jim. It's like you know, Jim, you know, Jim would say, "I believe that happened in 1976," and Travis said, "Jim is actually right. Yes, that did exactly happen in 1976. Jim got that one." You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, it was a little I, different. It was a little odd. Yeah. No, yeah, maybe a little robotic or so. I know what you, I think he just wanted to avoid a conflict. I think, you Probably know, kind of, so. again, Jim is, Jim is the best. Jim has personally been very kind to me. Um, awesome guy, arguably the funniest guy, funniest living comedian and radio personality. I would absolutely, I would say. And, uh, but yeah, he was just, he was just upset, I think, about this issue or something going on. Who knows? But he was the person that took it up a notch. And I think Travis is trying to avoid conflict. But it's a good point. He's kind of just very agreeable after that. But it made the whole week kind of uncomfortable a little bit. I just hope that they regain it later on. Something Jim was I don't even think he was on the fence about it. He was not going to go because it did not. It's not the original members. But Jim got last minute tickets to kiss their last show at MSG. And uh and he brought a certain somebody. And how were they kind of handling the situation, Chris? Well, it was interesting because um, I saw this transpire over the weekend through Instagram. So I was really anxious to hear how they broke it down on Monday. But yeah, Jeff, Jim got last minute tickets and uh, he reached out to his wife to see if she would like to join with hopes that she wouldn't. And she said, yes, she'd love it. And she was gangbusters and excited. And if you follow all the videos that they put out there, I mean, she's they're going, they're rushing to get there because they didn't have much time to get there. She sees a, a guy that has face paint that's just another spectator, another audience member, and she wants to take pictures. And Jim's like, let's go, let's go. So all funny stuff there. And they get there just as it's beginning. She's really into it. And then as it goes on and there's a guitar solo battle and all these things that Jim is, is dying and loving. She's getting more and more despondent and sitting down and angry and doesn't want to be there and tired and all that kind of stuff. So it was a very funny breakdown and it's worth uh, going back and watching some of those videos. They have the YouTube channel together now. And I this is something I want to check out that I haven't checked out yet. I mean, it's super interesting. It's like, because we don't hear us just like Iraq didn't know that for two years they had been married. Years? And YouTube. Years? As Sam would say during the show. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. And now, now they have a, a YouTube channel where they're peeling back or you know the curtain and you can see everything kind of going on with their lives. So I definitely want to check that out. That's he's really after you know not telling anybody, which they can do whatever they want. That's that of course makes sense. Now they're going back to our, our speculation of why is, is Soraya shooting all this stuff? Why is she going to Cleveland yeah, with them? Well, right. here it is, it's exactly. out now. Exactly. And hopefully we get to see some more videos coming soon. Definitely more surprising, I would say, was the fact that Nikki maxed out Jim's card and Jim is Jim is tolerating this kind of well, let's hope those two things aren't tied together. Uh, you know, the trying the the VR porn and <laughs> yeah, like you go but, ahead, yeah, buy something. Yeah, yeah, buy something. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, she uh Hey, you know, she's been given, she's a wife. She's been given the the, the credit card to do what she wishes. And um, unfortunately, I could see this coming a little bit. I don't know yeah. them, but yeah. I've seen what she purchases and what she likes. And she has 
very high standards in, in taste of foods as well as clothing and other items. We heard about the the table, what was it, a bar cart that she wanted to purchase for like $12,000 or something like that. So yeah, I think Jimmy's getting out on the road and we'll talk a little bit about that coming up soon, but you know, getting out on the road and maybe we'll sign a longer contract just so he can keep those funds coming in to take care of uh, the new expenses in his life. Even though, and I'm just going to kind of jump to this too, yep. Sam has said it over and over again and Jim has said it. Everybody's complaining about thinking that Jim is different now. Jim is so different since he, you know, he got married. Nah. Well, he announced he got married maybe a month or so ago, but he's been married for a couple of years. So to go that far was, back. Great point. Was Jim different and that, you know, a year ago? You wouldn't have said this a year ago. Jim's so different. You now that you know, you think you know, right? And right. so, you know, we don't know what's going on in their life. You know, Nikki's probably been spending on the credit card for years. But now Jim is telling us about it. So yeah, just, right, just right. enjoy the information you're getting and not try to judge everything. Exactly. And you'll get, you'll get a lot of information. Watch your YouTube channel. I don't think he's different at all, especially if you go all, all the way back two years. I mean, there's been a, there's content with Nikki, which will be interesting and funny. And there was the fight with Travis. And other than that, I mean, I think it's pretty much resolved. But you just want to hear kind of Travis's side and see if he's. Yeah. They keep getting, you know, less and less quiet. But I mean, that's that's the really all the Nikki has nothing to do with what happened between Jim and Travis in, in that discussion. That was just one of those things. They they talk about it being the favorite of theirs and is definitely the favorite of mine. It's the best episode of the year, and what a way to go out, right? And and let's talk about you, you know, we'll uh while this is on my mind, we'll 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 do a rundown of our of what we think is the best and worst gift, but I think Travis's spirits were lifted. Before a certain something, even before something uh, that happened at the end of the show happened, Travis, I don't know if it's a love for Christmas or just this show and the exchange and maybe because he pulled some strings. Travis was uh, on cloud nine from the beginning of the show, I thought, on Thursday. Yeah, it was nice to have him back uh, a little bit yeah. more in, in that role, um, you know, that he had pre-term of service uh, argument. But yes, yeah, he, yes. he was himself more and funny and engaging and you know, leading us through everything. And uh, yeah, absolutely loved uh, the Travis of old being back a little bit. But that 100%. last five seconds, why don't you tell the folks what we heard? Oh, man. Jim apologized for the argument, like right before the show ended. And then he said, even though it was your fault, and everyone yeah. just died laughing completely. Like, so it was, I, I did take that as a real apology. He was also funny and everyone, the camaraderie, just everyone laughing at that. Such a just perfect ending to a perfect show. As soon as that happened, and you were behind me and listening, I texted you. I said, oh, yeah. my God, have you got to the end of the show yet? Not yet. I'm like, oh, last five seconds is the best ever because yeah, you're right. It, it, it was perfect in Jim fashion. You know, we've been calling for a little bit of an apology. He's like, yeah, he wasn't going to apologize. He didn't think he did really. But he did. He apologized. I don't know if he did it for us, but it seemed like, boy, it seemed like it was really spot on and being authentic. And then, of course, he has humor with it, even though I was right or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We always talk about if people listen to the show or not. Jim apologized. Right. We said he, he should. And we loved, loved Jim. He's a yeah. great guy. One of the best comedians right. ever. Uh, that, we wanted more Doug Bell. We got Doug Bell. I think there's some other things this week. It's, you know, see, you got to listen to our show. Seriously, I talked to Sam, which is I never thought I would say. Yeah. I talked yeah. to Sam in our show and saying, you know, do you have picture? You know, you don't take a lot of photos with your wife and your kids. Is that a conscious choice? He goes, yeah, you know, the kids, yes, it is because I, you know, I want to protect them and we totally get that. And he goes, yeah, you know, my wife really never wanted to do many of the photos and stuff. And I let that decision be. 
And then as soon as our show airs, like a week later, we see a photo of them, you know, expecting their child, a photo of him and his wife. And then we see more photos of her when they went to dinner. So I'm like, okay, so either he was already planning on doing this, or maybe I just kind of lit a fire. I'm, I'm hoping it was me. Lit a fire and Sam just say, hey, you know, you know, it's okay. We'd like to see your family and be happy for you and your wife. And, and you know, never really saw much of her before. So right. very cool. Yeah, we as fans, we appreciate the personal touch. Well, thank you, Chris, for jumping in. And, and thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. We appreciate it. We love uh, reading the comments, uh, especially on YouTube and, and crack up at, at all those. So thank you guys for, for jumping in and, and checking this out. We, we really appreciate it that we're getting more and more fans and, and support. And, and thanks to Jim and Sam and everyone there for their support as well. Yeah, it's been great. It's it's fun to read those comments and, and uh, see how people are interacting with the show. And um, hopefully they won't be too hurtful, but, you know, at least they're joining us in this uh, thing we call the town square. You know, where you'll get your first, you know, news about that after Jim and Sam talk about it, of course. Yes. Right here in the town square. If the guys aren't, you know, around next week, you got to know that Scott and I will be here in the town square. No, it's a pleasure. It, it, it really is to have everybody kind of be part of this whole thing. And then when you get a rub from the guys... We must be doing something right here in the town square. Packing a punch to me will always have weird connotations now for, you know, when I'm out in public and when I'm here in the town square. Now the guys are going to be taking off next week. We probably won't see them again until the Tuesday after Labor Day. But rest assured, we'll take care of you here in the town square. You know, it was brought up a lot this whole week with the alien alien being found and, and brought in Mexico. Where'd they bring it to, Scott? They brought it to the town square, where we hope most of you will join us next week. See you in the town square. May not have been our best week that we loved of Sam and, and Jim's show, but it's a great time anytime we get together in the town square. As the weather's kind of changing, we're both in sweatshirts. You can see out my window, maybe the uh, leaves are starting to change. But it's, you know, kind of cliche, but it's always warm and inviting here in the town square. Scott and I want to do this in person so we don't have to wait for each other to uh, talk about. And we probably know about each other's line of the week if we did it in person together. We'll keep on doing it this way as long as you guys keep on coming back to the town square. I hope that you and I never have kind of an on-camera fight. But if we do, you can find us here in the town square. Well, I, I know that um, the guys are off. We can't do a show recapping the guys, but I think we have a very special podcast and we're super excited about it because um, it, it took a lot of doing and it's fantastic. And uh, it should come out Sunday overnight into Monday is when we'll release it. And uh, it should be a wonderful thing. And we're just really happy about it. And it should be, you know, it should prove to be a very satisfying Thanksgiving next week in the town square. It's, it's been fabulous. And I can't thank you both enough for joining us in the town square. Thanks for watching and listening to the Jim and Sam Town Square. Please remember to like and subscribe and turn on that notification bell, not Doug Bell, so you don't miss an episode. And if you're just listening to the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it.